0: This is episode 687 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life, so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. On today's podcast, how to garden with five-gallon buckets. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the Prepper Website Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by the exclusive Prepper Website email group, which allows you to communicate with other preppers right from your email. You don't have to worry about your every link, click, or word being tracked by social media. This email group resides on the same servers as Prepper Website. Other benefits include members only videos, periodic webinars, and bi monthly online meetups. This is a great value for $20 a year. To join the community, visit prepperwebsite.net or click the link in the show notes. Well, everyone, welcome back to another Prepper Website podcast. I'm so glad that you are here. You know, one of the things that I always talk about or that I've been talking about for a long time is gardening. And I know that that is something that everybody needs to consider, especially with all the news about food shortages coming down. Um, The thing is, it gets pretty scary when you start listening to all those things, but you're not seeing it yet, right? But the same, at the same time, when you do see it, if it comes, then you don't take that time to start learning how to garden. You really need to learn how to do it way ahead of, ahead of time because there is some tips and tricks and things you just have to know and, and things you have to just kind of learn by doing. And so this is one of those things that I believe everybody should be doing, even if you live in an apartment. So if, if you have a house and you have a big yard and you can put garden beds in, great. If you have a small yard and you don't have room to put uh, you know, some dirt in, some raised beds, whatever it might be, or you, like I said, you live in a small townhome, you live in an apartment, you can still garden. You can still have vegetables, organic vegetables that you can grow and you have to be a little bit more strategic. You need to be a little bit more focused on how you're going to do it, but you can do this. Not only that, it's great to be able to pick the pick a tomato or pick any kind of vegetable off, um, you know, off the off the the plant and be able to eat that. Um, it's just that that great feeling knowing that you you took the time that you grew this and you can eat it. And a lot of the times, it tastes so much better than what you're buying at the grocery store. So when I saw this article come through, I really was excited because I've talked about gardening with five gallon buckets before and Linda loosely over at food storage moms did a great job of putting together kind of like a step-by-step of how you go about doing it. And so uh, I think this is one of those things, one of these articles that's very important. We're here at the very beginning of spring where you can go ahead and, and uh, do this. And like I said, anybody can do this. uh, And I think you really, really should, even if even if you're doing one plant, even if you're doing one, two plants or whatever, just, just do it so that you get the experience of doing it. So let's go ahead and jump into this article from Linda loosely over at foodstoragemoms.com. Again, the article is entitled how to garden with five gallon buckets today. It's all about how to garden with five gallon buckets. Here's the deal. We can't all have one to 20 acres of land, right? Some of us have post stamp lots like me. Some have a porch and some have a balcony. But I'll bet we all love picking those fresh sweet tomatoes in the summer. If you have ever had a garden, big or small, that first red tomato is gold, my friends. Maybe not worth as much as gold, but oh my gosh, I can smell the bacon cooking right now to go with those tomatoes to make the very best BLT. In my neighborhood, very few people have a garden. In my humble opinion, I'm not sure they love to garden as much as I do. I love getting my hands on the earth and experimenting with what I can grow in the the desert. The good thing about living in southern Utah is I can have two gardens if I plan ahead. I start seedlings inside while my garden is coming to an end outside. Now, I also have to cover the tomatoes with garden shade cloth to help modify the temperatures. This is the product I have used garden shade cloth. With that being said, I think it's important to grow your own food, whether inside, in a yard, in a bucket, or in a raised garden bed. So why plant fruit and vegetables in five-gallon buckets? You may be thinking, what in the world, why would I use a five-gallon bucket to garden? Well, besides not having the space for an outdoor garden, there are a variety of benefits to using five-gallon buckets. Now, here are just a few. One, you don't need a huge backyard. You can grow food whether you have a backyard or not. In fact, you can even set these buckets right on your front porch or deck. Number two, it saves space. You still get plenty of food, but the bucket saves space in your yard or another growing spot. Number three, plants don't get trampled. I don't know about you, but when I had little ones running around, someone would seem to always trample something. And that's not only, I'm going to break in here, it's not only uh, you know, little ones, it's, it's pets too. So when my kids come over, um, when they bring the dogs over these dogs, they just don't know, man, they don't care. They're, they're all over the yard. Right. And so they'll run through plants like, like crazy. Anyway, number four, they prevent rabbits and other small animals from eating your food. Oh my gosh, that is so true. Anyway, although they could probably figure out how to get up in your plants, having them higher than ground level deters quite a bit of nibbling. Also, if you're keeping them closer to the house, you know, with you know if there's noise and stuff like that, it's going to keep them away from, from them as, you know, as I guess they can still get to it, kind of like what Linda is saying here, but it's, they're not going to come as close As if they had, you know, garden beds out there and uh, they just have their free reign. Um, Number five is no poor soil. So when you put plants in a bucket, you know the soil is good for growing and you don't have to deal with nasty weeds. Number six, the buckets are portable. If you notice your tomato plants are not getting enough sun, you can simply pick the bucket up and move it to a better location. And I got to say that is a really big benefit right there. If you are not experienced and you need to move things around. So five gallon bucket gardening cons. Here's some reasons why maybe you might not want to use a five gallon bucket. As stated above, there are a lot of benefits to gardening using a five gallon bucket. However, I do think it is important to note that there are also a few cons. Because the plants are in buckets, you may have to do more than you would if they were planted in the ground. Here are a few cons that I found to bucket gardening. Number one, you have to water more often. Make sure you water your plants regularly. The roots can dig into the ground to find more water if they are thirsty. Number two, the soil has to, I'm sorry, I said, the roots can't dig into the ground to find more water if they are thirsty. Number two, the soil has to be replenished and amended. The soil in the bucket can't replenish its nutrients as it would be able to in the ground. Each time you plant new plants, you will need to replenish and amend the soil with nutrients. And number three, there is a cost to materials. Obviously, you may need to buy seed to grow a garden anywhere, but with buckets, it costs a bit more than just planting in your yard due to the cost of the buckets and the purchased soil. So how to garden with five gallon buckets? Not everyone has a plot of land that they can use to plant a garden. With that being said, there are plenty of ways you can still grow your own food. Instead of digging up your yard, you can use five gallon buckets to plant a variety of plants. So here are the items you're going to need. Five gallon buckets, of course. And she says here, food grade and BPA free, a drill with a half inch drill bit, a gravel or small rocks called marble chips. I bought what was on sale at Home Depot, potting soil. I bought what was recommended for pots and containers and then plants or seeds or seedlings. So step one, Mark and I picked up five gallon buckets at a local grocery store. They were in the plant department priced at $2.99 each. I made sure they were BPA free and food grade. I did not need the lids, so that saved me a dollar or so. Step two, we used a half inch drill bit to make four holes in the bottom of each bucket so that the plants can drain after being watered. We just randomly drilled them with no specific spacing. Step three, Mark drilled four holes around the sides of the bucket, about one to two inches from the bottom of each one to help circulate air within each container. We had to use some pliers to break off some of the plastic residue after drilling them. Then step four, when I went to find gravel, I couldn't find any in small quantities, so I opted for small rocks called marble chips. You need to fill each buck with two to three inches of gravel, or in my case, small rocks. To be honest, I didn't want small gravel. I was afraid it would fall out of my half-inch drilled hose. Step five, we put about three inches of rocks or small rocks in each five gallon bucket for proper drainage before we added the soil. Step six, this is the soil that I purchased because it's made by Dr. Q. It's a company I've had good experience with and it's made specifically for containers. It's organic and is formulated for planting in containers. So uh, I've never seen this Dr. Q at any of my Home Depots. So if you have it, uh, you know you might want to look at that, but you know, just ask around I found that the people at Home Depot are pretty knowledgeable uh, in the gardening section. If you uh, if you ask questions about different soils, step seven. After filling the buckets with the rocks, we purchased we filled the five gallon buckets with the s- soil shown above. After you have set up your five gallon buckets, you can plant your seeds, seedlings, or plants into the buckets. And guys, I got to tell you, I mean those eight steps right there go so fast that when you're preparing your buckets, by, by no time. In, in no time, you have your seedlings inside of the, you know, in the ground, I guess, you know, for a lack of a better term, but it goes really fast compared to dealing with, uh, you know, pulling the weeds and making sure that all that kind of stuff is taken care of. And, and, you know, even if you have raised garden beds, you're still amending the soil to a point. And so you have all these different things that, that you're dealing with. So if you you know you you have like a little weekend project that you need to do and you want to put some some seeds into uh into buckets know, i keep saying in the ground but you want to put some seeds into uh into buckets this goes really really quickly and uh, you can get this done and, and it's a nice little project that you can do and you can have you know you can start seeing and having that experience of growing vegetables from five gallon buckets Hey everyone, I wanted to break into this episode to tell you about a new outdoor website called Rerouted. Rerouted is creating a trusted online marketplace to revolutionize the used outdoor gear industry and to allow all people to create their own outdoor adventure. Buying new outdoor gear can be extremely expensive and Rerouted wants to offer a sustainable alternative. So Rerouted's website makes it easy to search for gear that you are looking for you won't scroll through a ton of text posts at all. Instead, you will see a ton of pics that make it easy for you to find and choose the gear that you want. Not only is Rerouted easy to use to find the gear you want, but the tech team behind Rerouted has made it very easy for you to upload the pictures and information of the gear that you want to sell. Listen, anyone can do this. So the website is rerouted.co. Again, that's rerouted.co. Go check them out. I'll post a link in the episode notes so to make it easy for you. Rerouted gear, sustainable future, new adventures. Now back to the podcast. So why do you drill holes in the five gallon buckets? Don't skip over drilling holes in your buckets. If you don't drill holes, you may end up with dead plants. The holes help to protect your plants from water pooling up into the roots especially during hard rains or excessive watering. If there's too much water by the roots, they can rot. Additionally, the plant won't get enough oxygen and nutrients from the soil. So what food grows well in five gallon buckets? Unfortunately, not everything you may want to plant will grow well in a five gallon bucket. Below, I will give you a list of what foods you can grow in your buckets and how many of each you should plant per bucket. So tomatoes, you can plant cherry or bush tomatoes as they work best. Keep in mind, you only want to plant one tomato plant per bucket to prevent overcrowding. And guys, you're also going to need a, a plant cone to kind of go in there and to uh, be able to uh, kind of hold the tomato as it's growing up. So cucumbers. Cucumbers are great, are great to grow since you can eat them in salads, pickle them, or just enjoy them with some ranch dressing. Plant one plant per bucket. Melons. I love good watermelons. These get rather big, so you will only want to put one plant per bucket. Squash. You can do all kinds of things with fresh squash. It grows well in a bucket, but you can only plant one plant per bucket. Now listen, if you've ever dealt with squash bugs, man, you have this great, beautiful plant, and then you go and you start seeing the signs of the squash. Oh my gosh, you just want to just yell, right? And and most of the time, by the time you get to it, they've done their damage. And so if you have, and a lot of the times they do their damage, they go back into the soil and then they, you know, they come up. And so if you have buckets, you can remedy that situation. And uh, you know, we love squash. So um, you can, you can definitely do that in, uh, in a five gallon bucket. Next up is the eggplant. There is another one that you, this is another one you can only put one plant per bucket. What about peppers? So whether it's hot peppers or bell peppers, only plant two plants per bucket. Beans. The best kind of beans to plant in a bucket are bush beans. You can plant three plants per bucket. Onions. Not only are onions a good source of nutrition, but they can get expensive to buy all the time. You can plant four of them per bucket. Lettuce. We all need those leafy greens. You can plant four per bucket. Carrots. Great for your eyes and perfect as a snack. You can plant 10 carrots per bucket. Radishes. I love radishes on a salad plant radishes 10 per bucket. And herbs, you can plant many different kinds of herbs in your bucket. One herb plant will spread and fill the entire bucket. So, 5-gallon bucket gardening tips and tricks. This gardening method is a pretty straight is pretty straightforward, but along the way you always learn a few tips and tricks. Here are a few tips and tricks to keep in mind when using 5-gallon buckets for gardening. Companion plants Companion plants are beneficial and can help keep nasty bugs away while attracting good ones. Give the buckets a twist every week. So giving the buckets a quarter twist every week helps plants not to grow lopsided since they love to seek out the sun. What about insecticides? Well, you can combine four to five tablespoons of concentrated dish soap with one gallon of water to make insecticide. Mix it well and use a spray bottle to apply it. You can reuse your potting mix. Amend it and replace it with fresh ingredients once per year. Remove dead plants and shake loose soil from roots. Fill it back up and use it again. So what is best to plant in your buckets, seeds or live plants? I have used seeds, but many have said that live plants thrive best in buckets. If you don't have a green thumb, I would suggest buying live plants. Today I planted plants from the nursery. My seedlings are not big enough for a picture yet, lol. I, it, I needed to get this post up for all to see. So many people don't have access to land. So here they are. I will be covering them tonight with domes to protect them from rain or frost. All right. And so she has some other uh, articles to read here. Posts to read what to plant in different months of the year. And uh, final word here. She talks a little bit about garden gloves. And then um, final word. I hope you enjoyed my post today on how to garden with five gallon buckets. I love growing a majority of my food, and I bet you would like to. Life is good if we live and learn to work through issues growing fruits and vegetables. If you have a farmer's market near you, you are so lucky. Let's grow as much food as we can. We can do it. May God bless this world. Linda. All right, Linda, thanks so much for this article and um, allowing me to read it here on the Prepper website podcast. Uh, guys, there's a lot of pictures here and there's a lot of links. Linda linda has been uh, blogging for a while, so there's a lot of links that will uh, allow you to go and, and to bounce to other articles that she has sh- uh, shared on her website. So I highly recommend that you go and, and, and check it out. But uh, yeah, I think this is one of those things. You know, I was in Home Depot the other day buying some, buying some things that I needed, and at the very front of the store, they had tomato plants and they were really in that they weren't in five-gallon buckets. They were more like two and a half to three gallons. And they were already like $15 and 90, you know, 99 cents or you know, somewhere along that amount. And so if you don't want to wait, you can always go that route. Now, I don't, I don't think you need to leave it in that pot. You need a bigger pot uh if you want it to thrive. But that would be one of the ways to start if you like have never, ever, ever done this before then go ahead and and you can get it all done right here over, you know, just at Home Depot. And you can start that way. Or you can just go buy a seedling for $2.99, $3.99 of some, you know, great little tomato plant you can start and you can do. The other thing is, what if you gave someone a gift? What if this was a gift to someone and, you know, that you say, hey, I'm giving you this gift of a plant in a five-gallon bucket? That might be kind of weird for some people, but some people might thoroughly enjoy it. Maybe they just can't, um, they can't get around to doing all the stuff that you would do to, to put it together, but they can sit there and they can water it and then they can pull the tomatoes when they get it, you know, all, when, when the tomatoes are ready and ripe. So, you know, that would be a, a great gift as well. I also mentioned the weekend project, but I think it's a great project for kids, too. It's a great project as we are you know, going into summer and something for them to be able to stick with and, and to, to watch, you know, and how excited would it be? Now, of course, you're not going to tell your teenager to do this. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of teenagers out there that love the garden and would love to do this. But really, you think about your younger kids, you know, and you talk it up with them and you get to build that love of the outside, that love of gardening inside of them. And and who knows what it would accomplish? You know, I love reading about George Washington Carver. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but he had a love for plants really, really early on. And he did great things. I mean, he really saved a lot of farmers. Uh, later on in, in, in life, because he had such a love for plants, he figured out ways to do things that uh, people just just didn't do. And he, he helped people save their farms because he gave them options and uh, taught them how to do things. So, you know, you never know what you're going to be doing in a kid's life when you get them to start gardening. And so I, I, I would recommend that you do that as well. Uh, maybe just again, a little weekend project, but then it's something that you can keep going. And then you have the benefit of the, you know, of, of the produce that you're growing. And not only that, then you have the, uh, the ability to look up different recipes. So if this was going to be a family project, then it's like, okay, we have these tomatoes that are, you know, that are ripe. What are we going to do with them? Now we can put them in salads and we can put them in a sandwich and we can make BLTs kind of like Linda was talking about but then what else can we do? You know? And so you can always take it there and, and engage with the students that way or your, your kids that way, right? And maybe they are students. Maybe you are homeschooling and maybe that is something definitely that you can, uh, you can uh, put into the mix there into their lessons. So a great article. I hope that you are inspired. I hope it's something that uh, kicks you into gear. I know there's many of you that are listening that are already gardening, But then there's also a lot of you that are new to preparedness, a lot of you that um, are on the fence about gardening and just kind of like, I really don't want to get in there and and get all crazy with a garden bed and move a whole bunch of soil. Well, this is the way that you can easily get into it. And you can also have some fresh fruits and uh, possibly some vegetables as well. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 687. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com where we link to 8-12 to articles every day of the very best self-reliant and preparedness articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. Now, this is a different email list than the exclusive Prepper website email list. This one is the free list. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 hand-picked preparedness articles that you should read. You'll also get the Saturday prep. I send it out every Saturday with a list of links to uh, articles and videos and podcasts and things you don't want to miss. Well, guys, with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.